Robert Sapp here. Welcome to the Trinity Word Ministry Podcast. Today we're going to be reading from the New and the Old Testament. We're going to start in Hebrews chapter 13. By Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Talking about sacrifice of praise. What is a sacrifice of praise? It took me a, quite a while to understand this, this verse, this, this whole concept. Should it be a sacrifice? Should it be something that we look at as difficult or hard to give praise to God? Well, that's not exactly what this scripture is talking about. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't really truly understand it until my last weekend. I was watching videos of Dr. Wayne Stiles walking through the Bible lands, and he was talking about this. He was doing his Thanksgiving message from a few years ago, and he was in the land of Shiloh where the tabernacle stood, and he was talking about giving Thanksgiving, giving offering of the sacrifice of praise or Thanksgiving to God. And he used the word tudah, a Hebrew word, which def- just basically means communicate, to tell one another what you're thankful for. So it, it means to go out and tell your neighbor and tell your friends and tell your loved ones what God has done for you. That's your story. No one can do justice to your story but you. You've lived it. It's personal. And you've got to be willing to share that story. You've got to be willing to communicate, verse 16, but to do good and to communicate, forget not. Communication is important. You have got to be able to communicate with your spouse, your friends, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, whomever, your workmates, whomever there is in your life. You've got to be able to communicate. I think it's a sad state of affairs and a sad state of our society as a whole that we have all of this technology. I mean, I'm sitting here in Mount Holly, North Carolina, which is a little city right outside of outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm doing this podcast, and I don't know where you're at. You may be in Columbia. You may be in Columbia, South Carolina. You could be in Canada. You could be in Columbia, South America. You could be in Belgium or Bavaria or Russia even or Singapore. You could be in California, Kentucky, in one of those states, Tennessee. You could be here in North Carolina. You could be in one of the cities of North Carolina. You might be in Raleigh. You might be in Charlotte. Who knows where you're at? But through the conveniences and the technology that we've got, you're able to hear me. But yet, we don't know our next-door neighbor. We carry mobile phones around with us, and we can call anyone in any place in the world that has a phone, and yet we don't know our neighbors. And we don't talk to the people on the street. We're too busy texting and too busy with our noses in the phone. We don't even talk to our spouses and our children anymore, and our children and our spouses don't talk to us because they're too busy on their phones. It's a sad state of affairs. These things were supposed to make our lives convenient, but instead they've made it more difficult We've got to learn to communicate. You've got to be able to tell people what God has done for you. No matter how small you think it is, 
how insignificant you think it is. I'll give you an instance. I was working at the church just yesterday, cleaning some stuff, and decided I was going to take the outside lights apart and clean the glass because they was getting kind of dirty. And I remember praying to God, saying, Lord, don't let this glass fall from my hands and shatter on the concrete sidewalk. I have multiple sclerosis, and sometimes my hands just let go of things. And I was up on the ladder, and two of the panes of glass, because there's four, five, six, I think, panes of glass in this light, two of them fell on the concrete. Chipped one, but never broke. Insignificant, small, right? Huge to me, because I didn't have to explain to the pastor that I'd broken two of the panes of glass out of the light fixture because I was trying to clean them, make them look better. Yeah, he fell from about a height of 10 to 12 feet. They should have shattered, but they didn't. That was God. We need to tell people about things like that. Kind of insignificant. Panes of glass, no big deal. Especially here in America. I mean, we can go to the hardware store and we can buy probably those same replacements. So it's not that big of a deal. But it is a big deal. Because that's what God done for me yesterday. And that was yesterday. He's, he woke me up this morning. He allowed me to get out of bed. and allowed me to walk around. You know, I told you just a few moments ago, I have multiple sclerosis. I've been paralyzed. I've been blind. I've been confused to the point when I looked at myself in the mirror. I didn't even recognize who I was. Those are things that God has done for me. This morning, he allowed me to get up. He allowed me to walk. He allowed me to talk. He allowed me to see. I've driven. I've mowed my yard. Well, actually mulched the leaves this evening. Because God allowed it. It's time to offer our sacrifice of praise to God. It's not difficult. It's not hard. It's just something that we need to do. Leviticus chapter 7 tells us, in verse 16, but if the sacrifice of his offering be a vow or a voluntary offering, it shall be eaten the same day that he offereth his sacrifice, and on the morrow also the remainder of it shall be eaten. Well, that's a physical sacrifice. That's a physical worship, a way to worship. You make a vow, you, you eat it with your voluntary offering. You eat it. You physically consume it. But the offer... Uh, the sacrifice of praise or the sacrifice of thanksgiving is a verbal. And most of us can talk some way. We have some way of communication, whether it's sign language or it's through our mouths or other communication. Maybe it's the written word. Tell people your story. What has God done for you today? What has God brought you out of? Oh, but we're not supposed to remember the past, are we? We're supposed to remember the past to remember where he brought us from, not long to go back to it. In the days of Lot and his wife, as they were leaving the city of Sodom, they were warned not to look back or not to turn back, longing to go back into that city. And we see his wife and some tradition tells us that she actually took some steps back towards the city. She just did not want to leave. And that's why she turned into a pillar of salt. 
verse 11, And this is the law of sacrifice of peace offerings, which he shall offer unto the Lord. Peace offering. A voluntary peace offering. In verse 18, If any of the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering be eaten in all on the third day, it shall not be accepted. You may not have an opportunity down the road to tell your story. So tell your story. To whomever and whenever and wherever. Tell your story. It's important that people understand your story. It's important that people hear your story. It's important that you are the one that tells your story. I can tell you stories from my dad, from my mom, from my sisters, from my brother, but that's not personal to me. What's personal to me is my stories. So I encourage you to tell your stories. Don't be afraid to speak up and to tell people what God has done for you and what God is doing for you. Again, I'm amazed each morning I was able, I'm able to get up out of the bed. I was told by a doctor that with the multiple sclerosis that I have, I'd probably be in a wheelchair. I was told by a doctor that, you know, I probably wouldn't be able to walk much. I'm still on my feet. I just pushed a lawnmower all over my yard, mowing the yard. I've woke up blind and went to bed paralyzed and I'm able to move. I'm able to walk. I get confused sometimes. As I said earlier, I, I, I've looked at myself in the mirror and couldn't figure out who I was. I've actually woke up in the middle of the night and looked around and went, okay, I know where I'm at. I know I'm in my bedroom, but which door do I use to get out of my bedroom? And I laid there for 30 minutes trying to figure it out. I have woke up in the middle of the night not understanding that I was an adult married with children and grandchildren. In my stupor that night, I, I was wondering if I was still living at home with my parents. So I understand confusion. I understand not being able to understand. But the beautiful thing about it is that the scriptures I learned before the MS, the scriptures that I've learned since the MS, I still know. That has not escaped me. And I was telling a group this morning, just earlier today, that I don't think I've ever had an MS moment at a podium when I was preaching or teaching. Now, I have forgotten people's names before. I looked straight at a friend of mine one time. Was I going to ask her to dismiss us in prayer and could not remember her name. I'm not so sure that was an MS moment or just my forgetfulness. But the scriptures I remember, the knowledge that I've gained inside, this, inside the Bible, I, I remember, I understand. It's time to tell the story. It's time to offer up the thanksgiving the praise. It's time to be about our Father's business. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed and don't be alarmed when people ask you things. I, my wife and I was walking down the streets of Charlotte one time and I wear a fedora about wherever I go and the homeless people know me as the hat man. I'll stop and talk. If I've got some money, I'll give it to them. But mainly, I just stop and talk to them. 
I recognize they're, that they are human, that they're men and women, and that sometimes they just want to talk to people, that so many people shun them. So I will stop and talk to them. And they call me the hat man because of my fedora. And as I was walking through this group, my wife and I, and no, I don't feel, I don't feel afraid. My wife and I are, are safe in, with these people. I heard one of them say, hey, look, it's that man. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good to see y'all. And as I walked through, I heard somebody say, I need prayer. Now, these guys don't know that I evangelize, don't know that I do podcasts, don't know that I preach and teach. I stopped. I said, excuse me? Somebody needed prayer? I tell you what, let's pray. Let's just all gather around right now because all of us can use prayer. And one of the homeless guys looked at me and said, we're going to pray right here on the street? I went, no, we're going to pray on the sidewalk. If we pray in the street, we're going to get run over, brother. And everybody just cracked up. I said, yeah, we're going to stop right now. We're going to pray right here, right this minute. I don't know which one of you said you needed prayer, but what do you need? Tell me, what do you need? And I don't remember any one of them saying, I want a home or I want food. It was, you know, I want salvation. I want this. I want that. This guy went, it was me. I want a job. Okay, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for your salvation. We're going to pray for your homes. We're going to pray for your families. We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for your jobs. We're going to do all of this. We're going to pray. And we prayed. And when I left, they was thanking me. Thank you for stopping and praying for us and with us. Later on, I was walking through that same group of people. Hey, hat man. Hey, guys, what's going? Hey, do you see that Fred's not here? And I don't remember the guy's name, but I wouldn't told his real name to begin with. I said, okay, where's Fred at? He got a job. Well, praise the Lord. Fred got a job. Awesome. He was the one that asked for prayer for a job. He got a job. Don't be afraid. God's already working on his end and the other end and your end. Don't be afraid. Share the story. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings. Lord, that you've come into our lives and into our hearts. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you'll continue to bless, that you'll continue to move, Lord, as only you can, Lord. Lord, as only you will. Lord, we ask that you'll stretch forth your hand on each and every one of us. And, Lord, that you'll let us not be afraid to share the story, to offer up the sacrifice of praise. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' sweet and holy name. Amen. From number 6, 24 through 26, as I often like to leave my podcast this way, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Guys, until we meet again, be good to each other and take the peace of God with you wherever you go.